What's going on, everybody? It's Herb Hill, the Keep It Real Podcast. How's everybody doing? How you doing? How you feeling? How you living? Doing good on this side. Let me start out by saying I'm very grateful. I'm very blessed. I'm happy. I'm always happy. I'm just, I just be going through things. I'm still going through things, but I'm always happy. I always have my joy because my joy cannot be taken away from me because that's what Jesus gave me. That is a fruit of the spirit. And I'm grateful to have that. Um, today, I want to talk about a little bit of my testimony today. Things that I not even I didn't even go through a lot today. I just um, I'll talk about it. Um, so I was at Walmart just a minute ago, uh, maybe an hour ago and shopping. And this happens all the time. It's nothing new, but it's something I always notice. People start staring. You know, I'm, I'm in there shopping. I'm in my own world. I'm not worried about nobody. But I can't help but notice that people are staring at me. People are watching me. I can't help it. I'm not paranoid. This is proven. I went over there. I remember I went to the, um, the electronic section. And I was looking for... Um, a band for my my Apple Watch because my mine is a uh, coming coming undone pretty much. And I asked the lady where where the, the bands. I went over there. She walked away. Didn't even bother to help me. She walked away after I asked her, and she pointed. She told me where. She walked away, and I'm looking, and I don't notice anything. I walk away, and she's like coming back but she's like looking in my cart to see if I took something I'm like I just laugh cause I'm like it ain't even that serious I ain't stealing nothing from you I don't want nothing from you I can buy whatever I want in the store and that was it you know that's that's spiritual persecution This is these are things that I go through on a daily basis nothing new I always go through it period a lot of people might go through it too some people don't some people probably don't even notice it but I do and I'm gonna talk about it. And that, and you know, it was just that. It was just that little interaction. So I get what I need. I get in, get out. I'm going to my car and I noticed somebody had put, I couldn't find my car. And I'm like looking for my car. Now, looking for my car, I'm looking for my car. Like, and I wind up finding it. And I noticed, like, as soon as I walk up on my car, there, there's like a piece of paper under my wiper blades, my windshield wiper blades. And I I pull the the paper out and it's like this picture of uh, Muhammad Ali, Elvis, and was, uh, Ronald Reagan, JFK, and the astronauts and the Beatles and there's all this idolatry back in the day, but it's some religious text. And I, you know, I was reading it and I was about to throw it away because I don't, I don't need this kind of stuff. Um, I know the truth and I'm not really into the religion thing. I'm not into religion at all because religion is divisive. Religion is segregation. So my first initial thought was to throw it away because I don't need it. I know the truth. And as soon as I was like, like kind of putting the pamphlet back together, somebody, some man walked up on me in Walmart's parking lot and was like, hey, can I get a smile? 
And I looked at him and I smiled. And he had asked another guy, hey, can you give me a smile? And the guy smiled. And I, I was standing there laughing like, man, that's pretty cool. And he's like, hey, man, I'm just promoting happiness. I said, hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with that. We need a lot more of that. And then he was like, hey, um, I knew he was going to ask me for money. I, I don't even want to assume because the way he looked. But at the same time, I didn't want to assume either because his approach was different. I ain't never had no person that was in need of money asking people to smile. Um, and I'm grateful for that. I am. So he winds up asking me for a dollar sixty-seven cents. So I'm digging in my pocket and I, I know I have some cash. And I had a couple dollars I was gonna give it to him, but I was like, no, I'm gonna give him more than that. Just because he asked me to smile. He didn't just come to me and be like, hey, can I get some money? So I gave him ten dollars and he was he, you could tell he was just like why would you do that? Like he was, his, his eyes was watering and I just said, Hey man, that's what I'm here to do. You know, I say, you know, I just, I, I was, I wanted to say more, but I didn't say it, but I just say, Hey man, that's what I'm here to do. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm here to do. And he was just like, bro, thank you, man. I, I really appreciate it. Like, nobody's never, you know, nobody's ever, like, just handed me anything like that. Because he was very precise on what he wanted. We wanted 167 for some food. And I was I just gave him 10 If I had 20 I would have gave it to him. But I'm not worried about getting it back nature money is paper and it's going to die one day money means nothing because the people that's on there is dead the people that make it are going to die the people that spend it are going to die the people that work for it are going to die the people that live for it are going to die and so is that dollar it's going to burn it turns to ashes nothing that turns to ashes is worth nothing you know there's no value inside that dollar so I asked the man can I pray with you? And I asked him his name. He said his name was Hanson. It's an older man. Probably in his 50s. Late 50s, maybe. Somewhere between there. Um, and I prayed with him. And this man was kind of at a loss for words. And, you know, he wanted to say his own. He wanted to say a prayer, too. But he was just asking you know, the Lord to provide for him and, and heal him and help him and, and guide him and uh, bless him, put a shield over him. And that's that's exactly what I was praying for him. And for me, that means the world to me to be able to pray with people. Like, there's a lot of people that despise me that hate me that look down on me for whatever reason whatever demon is in them makes them hate me for whatever reason I've done nothing to nobody and I and I can I can I can honestly say I've done nothing to nobody for anybody to have any disdain towards me so when I run into people that don't feel that way 
or don't even know. I mean, these are complete strangers that be feeling this way. And then people that I know, but I'm not no shiesty person to nobody. So when people hate me, there's there's a motive behind it. There's something within that that's making them do that. I have done nothing to them because I'm a quiet person. I'm laid back. I'm chill. I'm, I'm, I'm out of sight, out of mind. I don't do nothing with nobody. I, I do everything by myself. With my wife and my kids, I don't be around my family like that. I don't be around nobody. So, like I said, but any opportunity and any chance I get to pray with people, an opportunity that I get to pray with people, it, it makes me happy. It, it makes me feel good in my spirit. And sometimes I need that awakening. Sometimes I need that to, to refill me, to give me the energy that I need because... I'm out here, I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do. I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not feeding my flesh. I'm feeding my spirit. And I'm trying to help other people along the way. I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm not here to play around. I'm not I'm not here to make people feel comfortable. I'm not here to make you feel good about being sinful. I'm not going to comfort you. That's not my job. Jesus don't do that. Jesus said, come as you are, but you cannot stay as you are. That is the problem with religion. That is the problem with church. Now, you stay as you are. You stay broke. And it's not about money. But what I'm saying is when you donate that money to these these, these preachers, they don't stay in the same tax bracket. They go up. They don't stay as they are. If they started coming in a, a Walmart suit, the next thing you know, they wearing a Marnie. Something, something, something different here. When they was driving a, a, a Ford, a 93 Ford, and now they driving a Benz. Something ain't right here. They ain't staying the same. You go to church, you stay as you are. But you ain't supposed to. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to be shedding the flesh. Shedding the darkness. Shedding the sin. Shedding the iniquities, shedding the impurities. You're supposed to be shedding all of that stuff. But people stay the same. People stay the same. People do not change and they become comfortable thinking that that's what it is. Religion, church, it's all false. It's all wrong. And I know a lot of people think I'm attacking the church. I'm not attacking the church because the church ain't nothing to attack. I'm just trying to get you to understand that when the pandemic started and nobody could go to church, that was your opportunity to know the truth. But you guys still cling to the building like the spirit dwells in the building. The spirit does not dwell in the building. The spirit dwells within you. I've said this. The Bible says it. But y'all skip right over these things because you're trying to find another meaning to something else. The truth is in the pudding. The truth is right there in your face, but you choose to go let a man guide you to what you think is God. You let a man guide you to what you think is Jesus. You let a man guide you to what you think is the truth. There's no semi-truth. There's no uh, mediocre truth. There's no half-truth. There's no little bit of truth. If it's not truth, it's false. If it ain't all truth, it's false.
can't be some truth. And if it's some truth, it's false. If it's semi-truth, it's false. Truth and lies cannot mix, just like oil and water, just like light and darkness. You can't mix that. But religion, church, it does. Mixes light and dark. But you can't mix light and dark when you're in truth. It's, it's just not, it's not the way, it's not what it is, it's not what it's supposed to be. But here we are. Um, I seen this video yesterday or the day before. Um, um, I think this was in Africa. From from the sounds of the language, it sounded like they were, you know, they're speaking English, but their their um, accent sounded like they were in Africa, and or somewhere in Africa, I should say. Um, there was a, a man sitting in a in a um, wheelchair, looking like a demon, making his face look, you know, like he was evil. And the man's like, he, I forgot what he said. I think he said, "Come out." And he smacked the man in the hand. And the man got knocked out. And next thing you know, he's standing up. Is <laughs> the 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 church theatrics, man? Is it's crazy. It is. It's it's wild. But that's what people like. That's what people want. People want the concert. People want the entertainment value in church. And that's what they're going for. You're not going for the truth because if I guarantee you right now, when the day comes. And I pray the Lord, I pray Jesus use me to do something in this world. I pray because I don't care. These people hate me already as a regular person. I'm, I'm not trying to be anything. I'm not trying to do anything special. I don't want to. I ain't trying to please you. I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want to be cool with you. I just want to do me and get on. That's it. I'm not worried about nobody. I'm not worried about nothing and they don't like me for that so I'm, I want to speak the truth because I'm already disliked for whatever reason so I might as well speak some truth right I mean the wicked's going to get their, their feathers rustled because they're wicked and because I speak the truth they're going to be upset but I don't care I'm not trying to purposely make them upset I'm just speaking the truth and the truth happens to make people upset because they don't want to hear that they're doing something wrong. People don't want to know that what they're doing is wrong. I've had to understand that. I've had to come into that term of, hey, I thought I was doing something good. I'm doing something wrong. I'm not exempt from that. Neither are any. Neither is anybody else. So when I speak the truth, I'm not speaking the truth because I'm, I'm excluding myself from it. I'm speaking the truth because... I have to. There's no sugarcoating the truth. We're not here to sugarcoat the truth. Period. The Bible is the book of truth. But I see a lot of people today also they they feel like the Bible is all they need to do. People read the Bible thinking that that's all that is needed. No, we have to pray. We have to worship. We have to turn from wickedness. We have to turn from this flesh. We have to cast out 
our own filth. We have to cast cast out our own infirmities, our own iniquities and impurities and sicknesses and illnesses and diseases. We got to do a lot of things. It's a lot of groundwork we got to do here. But it's it's you got to build on reading the Bible. I used to think that too. I did. I used to and I still carry my Bible everywhere I go. I do and I always have. But that's is I know my protection is Jesus because I'm covered in the spirit. I'm covered in his blood. I'm covered in the full body of armor. The Bible is not your protection. The Bible is for correction and instruction. It says uh, was it second Timothy um, chapter three verse sixteen. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. That is what this is for. That is what the Bible is for. It's for correction. It's for instruction. That's what it's for. It's not for, it's not your daily worship. You know, I used to believe that too. I used to think, oh man, I'm going through something. I'm going to read the Bible. I feel better. And I'm only saying this because you need to know the truth. I'm only saying this because I see people thinking that they can do whatever they want. As long as they read the Bible, they're good. That's not true. There's a lot of people that go and find their own knowledge and get deceived. And become deceivers. There's a lot of people that go create their own religions. And be deceived. And become deceivers. None of those books. Are for reproof. None of those books are for correction. None of those books. Correct. None of those books. Correct. They're all incorrect. And the people that want to run from the truth, the people that want to run from Jesus, the people that have that resisting demon in them that makes them afraid to say the name of God, that make them afraid to say the name of the one true and living God, the one that makes them afraid to say the name of my God, Jesus Christ. They go run and read all these other false doctrines. They go and read all these other false stories, all these other made up religions and made up beliefs and anything that makes them comfortable because when it comes to the truth, the ears get itchy. They want to hear what's sweet to them. They want to hear what makes them feel good. They want to hear what makes them feel pleased. They want to hear what makes them satisfied. The truth is never satisfying. It is hurtful. You think this is easy for me? This ain't easy. I just told my wife last night. I said, man, now I know what it means when he said he gave us the fruits of the spirit and one of them is long suffering long suffering what is long suffering well to me what long suffering is it's just knowing that we have to endure a lot of things in this world and we just have to trust in him and be patient and allow Jesus to solve and correct and move and fix and heal and transform 
He does a lot of things. And depending on the situation, you have to have long suffering. For me to be in this life, and I don't want to get into my life story because I talk about it all the time, but to be the type of person that I've been my whole life trying to do right and not knowing that I was, you know, thinking that I was doing right, coming into coming into the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ and realizing that I had self-righteousness and I tried to do right in the Lord. My intention was to, but I wasn't doing everything right. So if you ain't doing everything right, and I'm still not doing everything right, I'm not perfect, nor am I trying to be, but I know the truth and I'm going to share it. But to know this truth, to walk in truth, to try to be of truth, and be in a world where nobody to be in a world where nobody wants the truth, where everybody shuns the truth, everybody hates the truth because they do what Satan wants them to do, which is that do without will narrative. They do whatever they want to do, that YOLO narrative, that live free, die young, that do what you want to do, uh, be free narrative that people instill in their lives. That's what I'm up against. That's what I'm living amongst. I don't like it. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to be around these people, but this is what I got to do. This is who I got to be around, especially this generation. Look at the news. Look at what's being pushed. Look at what's acceptable today. And everything that's acceptable today is sinful. Everything that, that Jesus said is not good is now good. And everything that is good is now bad. There's a Bible verse that says that. And the Bible verse is Isaiah 5, verse 20. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That is what is going on today. So from my long suffering is to have to deal with this, to have to see this, to have to go through it, to have to be amongst it. I don't want to be, I don't consider myself to be of the world. I'm in the world because I'm here, but I'm not of the world. And I'm trying to speak the truth. I'm trying to share the truth in this world. And, you know, like I said, they call what's bad good and what's good is bad. So, I'm the bad person today. I'm the villain today. I'm not the good person, but the, the, the man who removes his testicles and, and forces little kids to accept him as he is and call him a woman, he's good. The man that can sing, but he abuses women, abuses men abuses people he's good because he can sing the woman that is beautiful but she's really an evil woman she's good because she's beautiful somebody that has a lot of views on social media they got a lot of views they're they're, they're social media famous they're uh what they, i don't know what they call it social media fame um they're famous on social media. They're an influencer. But they're really a rapist. But they're good in this world because they got 8 billion followers. But the man that knows Jesus in truth 
shares the truth in the world where nobody wants the truth, he's the bad person because he's offending people. He's the bad person because people are upset that he's saying this about people that they know or maybe those people themselves. But it's not, it's not about you, it's about the spirit world. What we really are up against, what we really are dealing with every day. That man is now a villain. But the people that do crime, look, hey, these politicians, they do a lot of things, very bad things. And what do they get to do? Stick their hand in the cookie jar and hide, hide, hide the hand in the cookie behind their back because they got money, they got influence, they got power. And the powers that be control them. Satan himself is uh, protecting them from any harm, from any um, justice being served. These people are protected. And they get to do evil and they get to do a lot, whole lot of wicked things. So for me, the man that I am, I don't like people doing people wrong. I don't like people lying to people. I don't like people hurting people. I don't like people betraying people. I don't like people cheating on people. I don't like I don't like people doing anything that is not good to anybody. How come we can't treat people right? How come we can't love people? How come we can't be cool and kind to people? How can we how can we why are we here where it's all evil? So for me, in my soul, in my spirit, why do I have to not why do I? I'm not pitying myself i'm just asking a rhetorical question it's like why do i have to deal with this why do i have to be amongst this i don't want to be amongst this stuff but i see it all the time and for my spirit it's long suffering because i only want people to do right by people but we live in a world where everybody wants to do wrong by people and i'm, I'm not for that and i ain't never been for it um it's all love. And it's always going to be all love. Even though I speak this truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, even though I speak it and my delivery might, it might sound rough, but best believe I don't hate nobody. I don't hate nobody. I ain't perfect, but I don't hate nobody. Ain't no hate in my soul or my spirit. There's some things that I definitely don't agree with. It's a lot of things I definitely don't agree with. And there's things I definitely don't want to be around. And, and that might fall into some people as well, but that's just what it is. Cause it's a spiritual world. I gotta protect myself, man. As I talked about what I gotta do in this, what what my career is, I gotta put my hands on people. I gotta work on people, work on people's backs and their necks and shoulders and their feet and their hands. You know what I'm saying? Work on people's scalp sometimes. I gotta work on people. I'm physically putting my hands on people, and I I don't like it. I hate it. I love being able to help people, but I hate it at the same time for me spiritually because it's an it's it's an affliction for me. It's an affliction. I have to put my hands on people and not knowing how they live because I know a lot of 99.9% of the people that I dealt with don't know Jesus. And if they know him, they don't know him in truth. And that's not for me to judge. I'm not judging anybody, but I just know, look, I say this, there's people I know that go to church, they believe in Jesus, but they eat pork. 
Bible says, pork makes you unclean, and it's an unclean thing. It says, don't touch it. They eat it. Now, I've eaten pork before, but I, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, I've eaten it before. So I understand. But at the same time, I didn't know that, and I didn't know truth. And I stopped eating pork, what, almost eight years ago now. You can tell people this, but they justify it. Well, well, whatever reason they justify. I'm not, I'm not judging you for eating pork, but I'm just sharing with you what the Bible says about pork. But people don't want to hear it. That's edifying. I'm edifying you. I'm not judging you just because I'm telling you the truth. People take it as judgment, but that's not what it is. I'm sharing the truth with you, whether you like it or not, because the Bible is for what? Reproof is for what? Correction. I'm, I'm just edifying. That's what edification is. Just, you know, edification is correction. It's reproof. I'm showing you. I'm not making this up on my own. That's the love in me. I love you enough to tell you the truth, even though you might hate me for it. I love you enough to tell you the truth, even though you might curse, curse me out behind my back. I love you enough to tell you the truth. And I can tell you the truth, I can tell y'all the truth, I can tell them the truth, and I can tell everybody the truth because that's the type of person I am and that's the type of man I am. I'm not going to stand before you and, and let you go present something and have a booger in your nose. I'm going to tell you, hey, man, you got a booger in your nose. That's the type of person I am. I remember I had a friend in high school, and I got a scar. I got a scar on my wrist and my shoulder uh, from punching him. <laughs> but... Um, so I had this friend in, in, uh, I think sophomore year in high school and they used to talk about him even freshman year. They used to talk about him say, man, he's musty and his shirt's dirty. Always his shirts are like dingy. And this is my friend. And I was like trying to stand up for my friend. And I told him, I said, Hey man, I pulled him to the side cause everybody would be talking about him. And I also realized too, like, man, some of my shirts are kind of you know, I didn't have a lot of good clothes. You know, some of my underarms and my shirts was kind of looking like that, too. I don't think I was musty, though, but I do know that I was like, oh, if they talking about him, they probably talking about me, too. But, you know, I never heard anything. So I pulled my friend to the side. I had some Axe body spray when Axe first came out. I pulled him to the side. I said, hey, man, I just want to let you know everybody talking about you. Um, they talking about, you know, how you musty and... Your shirts are dirty. And, I, you know, I, I slid it to him, and we were away from everybody else. But he got mad at me, took the cap off, threw it on my head. <laughs> he threw his head, popped me right in my head, and I chased him. And I did, like, a Roman Reigns super punch. And I punched him in the face, but I wind up, I jumped because he was tall, and I wind up grazing the locker for some reason. But I did connect with him. I did connect. <laughs> But that's the type of person I am. I'm going to tell even though I was quiet, I was laid back, I was reserved. That's the type of person I was. And that's the type of person I still am. Even if you don't want to hear it. I tell my mom her wigs is witchcraft. I tell my mom, mom, you shouldn't be wearing these wigs. This is somebody's scalp. You don't know if this person did witchcraft. You don't know if this person was a voodoo priest or a priestess. You don't know what she did or what they did with this hair. You don't know what kind of curses is on this hair or this person whose hair it was. I tell my mom these things. She don't want to hair. Do she still wear the wigs? Yes, she do. And I will tell anybody that. 
it's love. It ain't me trying to make fun of you. It ain't me trying to embarrass you. My delivery is my delivery. I'm straightforward. I'm an anti-social type of person, so I'm, I'm not very social, and I don't know how to talk a certain way. I talk the way I talk. Like it, love it. I don't care. Thank y'all for listening. Peace out.